Support for This is an Experiment is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. And Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with the exclusive offer for you. That is 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code EXPERIMENT at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. The artist's brain is an independent variable. When brought into the everyday world, their senses find meaning in even the most mundane observations. The reaction must only be told by the artists themselves. I'm Loverboy, and this is an experiment. Today's guest hails from the DMV and has since made her way out to Los Angeles, California. She is not only one of the fastest rappers in the game, but she is one of the most talented and quick writers as well. Please welcome today's guest, one of my dear friends and somebody I've collaborated with on many songs, Lex Bratcher. Thank you. Thank you so much welcome, for Welcome, welcome. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm so good. It's so good to have you yeah. out here and to, uh, and to get you in the studio for something that's not us just going right. fucking crazy and making yeah. music, which don't get me wrong, I love more than anything. I do love that as well. But, but you need a little bit of this too. Absolutely. So this whole season is about connecting the business side of the industry to, you know, your talent and to the creative side Mm -hmm. and how you have found ways to make, you know, balance in, in, in those two, those two things together. And I think a lot of people have issues with one or the other. Okay. You know, some people come in and they're great with the business side, but maybe that bad. overpowers their yeah, their ability to, to <laughs> or maybe it even overpowers their ability to practice. Okay. And fair. become great. Right. How do you find yourself kind of navigating through these two different sides of the industry? Yeah. Um I would say so first things first, I'm I feel like I am kind of the opposite where I'm way better at the music than I am the business, mm. but I'm learning the business. Um and so like as far as navigating it and doing it, because I, I think I've done it well for fairly well for someone who doesn't do the business side totally. or doesn't know too much about it. Um, I think for for the most part, what I try to do is just, yeah, learn as much as I can. Do you think that there's a specific way in order to kind of grasp that ability? Maybe it's studying on YouTube or finding yeah. a mentor. Is there yeah. something that worked for you? Absolutely. You, YouTube, uh, what do I call it? Uh, YouTube University. Yeah, YouTube University. <laughs> yeah, super, super helpful. Um, more than anything, um, like a lot of people are super big on their business. I'm unfortunately not as big on the business as I should be. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the reasons why I've gotten to where I've gotten is because I'm so good at the music aspect yeah. of it. And so it kind of speaks for itself. Absolutely. And so I was a little bit more fortunate in that. But it's still like... You can be as talented as you want. If you don't have that business side, then it will never go anywhere. Yeah, and, and I think part of this is not even maybe, is realizing what you're good at. Right. And you know what you're good at. Right. And that's a big part of it. And with that comes the ability to not try to be the big shot when it comes to the business side and finding somebody who is great at that to help right. you with it. Yeah. Have you found anybody that's kind of helped guide you or that you've worked with that you feel like has been successful with that? Um, I definitely can say, so I have one guy, his name is uh, High Def, and he's someone who 
was really there for me um, was when I was in Phoenix. I met him at a show. I went to a this artist, his name is Futuristic, mm-hmm. and um, he was having a show. Um, I went, and this guy, this random guy come, comes up to me. He's like, yo, are you Lex Bratcher? And I'm like, yeah. No <laughs> he's way. Like, and he's like, yo, you're dope. He's like, I got to I gotta text Tech right now because he's a long, long friend of Tech 9. Yeah. And um, this, was before, this was after, way after, this is like a year after I had Real fast. She's calling Tech 9 <laughs> Tech. That's how you know how good she is at rapping. Oh. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I love tech, that. Yeah. And so um, he sends a picture to Tech, and, and he's like, Tech is like, whoa, what? And um, I, like I said, I had already, like, I already had the song with Tech, yeah. talked to him a million times. So um, cool. But it was, yeah, it was cool. And um, this kid who was there, his name is Benny the Jet, he actually wanted a feature. Um, and the guy was like, I have a studio at the house, so just come through to the house and I'll let you guys record for free. Oh, wow. So that's how I, I got to know this guy, um, High Def. Yeah. And um, he's really been there for me. He's really business side. Like, he knows everything about, like, like the the paperwork aspect of it. Yeah. You know, copywriting and getting, like, if you're going to start a label, you need your LLCs and all that kind of stuff. And Contracts so he's kind of been that... Um, that person for me, mm-hmm. I call him my, yeah, my consultant, essentially. Um, and yeah, he's been great. And so he's been helping me with, right now, I'm trying to book shows. Yeah. And that's um, where I'm at. So yeah, that's probably the guy that I would say has been helping. It's so cool that things are starting to work out in that industry for you. Because, you know, people like me and people like, like a lot of the people that we surrounded ourselves with, you know, a few years ago when mm-hmm. you went before you... uh you originally moved and now you're back to LA. But every time we would all hang out, it was always this moment of us, all of us sitting on the, the couch for a second and just watching you fucking go. <laughs> and all this just yeah. being like, like, like we can be as good as we want, but mm-hmm. we're never gonna be that. That's nah, that's something I say that. that's something different. You are one of the fastest fucking writers uh. I've <laughs> ever had the pleasure of being in the room with. Oh, thank you. And people will see that um on your your live performance that we're going to do but it's just unbelievable to me that you're able to to think and speak that fast at the same time without without stumbling without this oh yeah (laughs) it's just so cool to me how did you how'd you get started with that how'd you start rapping how'd you get into music Mm -hmm. um so i I got into music um when i was i mean i like hip-hop was kind of my life growing up um my mom always played hip-hop in the cars we would do we would take really long road trips to ohio as that's where my father lived mm-hmm. and so we'd go back and forth there a couple times a year and i just remember being in this car like back then there wasn't i didn't have like headphones or anything i had to listen to whatever my mom was playing absolutely and so uh she would play like all hip-hop tupac's uh greatest hits and like she would she had eminem the eminem show um we had a like just a bunch of hip hop, and yeah, so I, I got I grew really accustomed to to listening to it, to loving it, and then I think what really got me to like want to to pursue it was I, I tell people this and they're like, "What? It's Soldier Boy." Mm. When Soldier Boy came out in two thousand seven, I was nine at the mm-hmm. time, and he was um, like he, he kind of he was the reason that I think now people go viral or he was the forefront of viralism essentially, right? Creating a dance and then everyone's doing the dance and you did it because you posted your video on YouTube. And Mm -hmm. so from, yeah, like 
I think I wanted to be popular. And I was like, oh, I can do that. I can rap. So I started to rap. But luckily, I had such a love for hip hop that it was not just it it turned. It, I feel like it turned from wanting to be popular to wanting to really enjoy and showcase uh, hip hop in a way that's like like show how important it is. Yeah. And share um, the beauty in hip hop for me with the world. And so I luckily would study different artists in different aspects of hip hop, which is why I can do the fast rap and the yeah. all of that. Well, that's the funny thing is you can do the fast rap and you can you can think in that real time, but you can also go do something that's that's more story bound and and, yeah. and slower and and fit so many different styles. And I think. That's one of the the areas that I became obsessed watching you do this is, you know, you jumped on some of my songs that were very much so funk songs. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like love alternative yeah. and you you killed that. And we're able to kind of jump over these these hurdles that I wasn't able to to accomplish, mm. which was really cool and made these songs something that they would never have been without you. Oh, so that I'm super appreciative <laughs> of. When you were singing in the car with your mom listening to music, was there ever a Tech Nine song on? Uh actually no. Actually, and it wasn't because my mom just was very, she was like super West Coast, which is weird because yeah. we're from the East Coast and like mid um, Midwest. Yeah. We're from Ohio. I grew up in um, Maryland. So it's weird that she loved West Coast music more than anything. Um, I actually learned about tech because when I was scrolling on the Internet, there was a YouTube video and it was called Me Rapping like me rapping fast or something like that. I know and exactly just like, what you're talking. You know about. what I'm talking. A hundred percent. Yo, I've been waiting for someone to. Yes. Yeah. This kid was rapping "Be Warned" by Tech Nine, and I was like, "Yo, I want to learn how to do that." So I learned how to rap that same song, and then I never even realized that it was Tech Nine. Like I, it didn't because oh, I was young. Yeah. And then I fell in love with Hobson, and then when he did the song with Tech, "Am I a Psycho?" That's when I went and dove into Tech's um, discography. And I realized that it would be one was his song. Yeah. And um, yeah, so crazy. I, I started to, yeah. I had a, a stage growing up where I was so obsessed with just like the ability to, to rap and think in real time that yeah. fast. And like I started watching a bunch of videos on Tech 9 of mm-hmm. course, Eminem. This kid who, his, he, I think his name was Watsky. Yes, I Pale know. Pale exactly. Rapper or whatever yep. he called it. <laughs> yep, and he was he just, was it was favorite. unbelievable that people could could do that so fluently to me. I think it's incredible. Yeah, I'm Waski, the Waski did this um like it's kind of stand up ish. I'm sure you've seen it mm-hmm. where he does a because he has a lisp. Yeah, and so when he would rap, or he did one where he was in front of an entire audience and he did a song where it was only s sounds no way yeah and he would do it on purpose and he was like because my lisp is is great or whatever and it was like so i loved it it was amazing and um yeah he's watsky was one of my biggest influences as well like in that at that time period i feel like when you can do stuff like that it's almost like if we contributed over or or if we thought about it in like the terms of like skateboarding or something, mm-hmm. it's like being able to do this. Like there's a lot of people who can rap. There's a lot of people who right. can who can ride the board. Mm-hmm. But there's very few people who can do a double tray flip or whatever it yeah. is. You know, like, <laughs> right. like it's just it's something that everybody else can do on a level that makes this this kind of uh, basic version of the art feel so intense. So like like mm-hmm. I would say like. Like you can rap to get an emotional statement through or you right. can rap to explain a story, but then you can add this other thing onto it that makes it 
you know, like when you're trying to listen to somebody who's rapping that fast, you have to be so there. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things I love about what you do is in order to enjoy it, you have to be present. Right. Um, whether that's in your headphones or in person or whatever, but it really, it, it's a necessary time to be fully present if you mm-hmm. want to fully get what, what, what you want to get out of it. And I think Absolutely. that's so cool and just a, a way to use music to affect people in a way that 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 a lot of other instruments and genres can't achieve. Fair. It's yeah. it's pretty incredible. Fair. So what are you working on right now? What what can we expect to see out of you, you know, in the, the upcoming year or a couple years? Trust me. I live for the experiment. But there is one place in my life that I don't want to be an experiment. And that's when trimming my balls. Luckily the performance 4.0 package is here. Inside this package, you will find the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the weed whacker ear and nose trimmer, the crop preserver ball deodorant, the crop reviver toner, the performance boxer briefs, and a new travel bag to hold all of your new favorite things. I needed the lawnmower 4.0 so much more than I ever realized. This thing has a ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, all thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. A flashlight so I can actually see where I'm trimming. And not only that, but this thing's waterproof, so I can trim just about anywhere. I love this thing, and I love the whole 4.0 package from the lawnmower, the weed whacker, the crop preserver, the crop reviver, and all the free gifts they threw in. Trust me, fellas, your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code EXPERIMENT at manscaped.com. Com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code experiment at manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Uh, an album for sure. Um, I love it. Or at least a, at least a, a, a larger EP. Yeah. Um, I always said that I would do my first album when I got like a bigger budget or I had the money that I wanted to do so I can get the producers that I want. Yeah. Because there are certain producers I really want on my first album. Might not happen just because whatever, but I definitely believe that in the future or my next albums or the, you know, whatever, um, that I'll be able to get that. But for now, working on just getting a, a project, a solid project, a conceptualized project where I actually spent a lot of time. A lot of times I get into the, the studio with producers and we just kind of make stuff. But it's like I want to actually say, all right, this is the concept this is how I want to get there. This is what I want to do to, and so yeah, like execute a full story exactly, front to back. Exactly, exactly. And I want it to make sense. I don't want it to just be a bunch of singles together. And so working on that, uh, I'm really working on trying to get a tour going. Very Whether cool. that be me headline or headlining or opening for someone. Yeah. Regardless, uh, touring and then I just shows in general. And are, uh, are you signed? I'm not signed. I'm completely, I own 100% of everything. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Are you open to signing? Is that something, like a side of the, the industry that you'd like to explore? Um, I I feel like in previous interviews, I've been like, no, but yeah, like, I, of course, like if I got offered a good deal and then the it right made deal. sense, it, that, that's all it is. It has to make sense. I'm not going to give a certain amount of my me away and then I can't even put music out or I can't you know I have to go to yeah. the like I'd sign with a label where they said we want you to still be yourself we just want to help you push it absolutely you know kind of execute your vision exactly so whatever you want to do we'll just give you the resources because you clearly know what you're doing in a sense yeah. if you're you know and so that's what I would look for if I did sign is there a dream label that if that deal came through would be a no-brainer I always say like 
I feel like everyone's top is like TDE or Dreamville. I no longer like. I'm not saying I wouldn't sign, but I'm. I'm no longer like, oh my gosh, they're my dream. Only because I've noticed now, even like with with a lot of labels, is once you have your king, no one else is going to ever surpass your king on your label. That's so, one of the yeah. things about about um, these labels, not smaller labels, mm-hmm. but like something that's outside of a Warner or a Universal. Right. Is they're they're small enough that you can have a king exactly versus having. 50 of them that rotate. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's... The, could you see yourself ever creating a label yes. or starting a collective of sorts? Absolutely. I have already been, like, in the past month, I've been thinking about just doing that. Uh, I already have my my name for it and everything. Um, I'm, I could say it's my... Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> I love it. So it's the it's the Losers Club. The Losers so Club. It. I love that. Yeah. So it's the the logo is like a smiley face. Like, you know, when you yeah. say you're a loser, I but it also it. L for Lex. That's, so. that's perfect. Yeah. And what kind of artists are you going to look for to be part of this? Um, I would look for just um, anomalies is mm. my biggest thing. I love that. Yeah. That's I like so anomalies. Cool. Yeah. I don't want... Um, I don't want anyone who I can say, oh, they remind me of someone else. No, I want someone who doesn't remind me of anyone. And so, and where can, if somebody's watching this that thinks that they are the anomaly, where can they, where, where can they find you? How can they reach out? Um, you can reach out to me on Instagram. I do check my Instagram um, or Lex at LexBratcher.com is my email. I check everything. Um, so please do. Um, and I also have my consultant. He checks it as well. And so if I don't get you, someone else will. And are there any artists right now that are coming up or already there that you're really digging and you're feeling are, are kind of bringing that sort of vision to the industry? Um, I always got to shout out my my guy because he's like every when I moved to Phoenix, he was there for me. Yeah. 100%. His name is Merkums. Um, he's another anomaly, just can do kind of anything. And he, yeah, he's he's doing his thing. So I got to say Merkums. Um, I got to shout out Unconventional Kings, my guy High Def. Um, I got to shout out uh, Daisy Lynn. She's out here in L.A. She's fire. And um, yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be coming for all of you for the podcast. Absolutely. If Lex likes you, I like you. There we go. So, tell me a little bit more about the past couple of years for you with the pandemic and how mm. how you've maybe felt like it, it maybe was was detrimental at times, mm. and how maybe things things that you figured out along the way that that you needed to change, or maybe how it was you know positive and maybe maybe some good changes that happened. Yeah. Um, so, I feel like. The pandemic, I, I can't ever say like, I don't know. It, it it sounds horrible to say it's like a blessing and a curse because people like lots of people lost their lives. Like, that's number one. Uh, I want to say that like, um, my heart goes out to people who lost family members. Who Absolutely. it changed a lot of things. Um, I, I'll say just a small, quick story, and you know we don't even have to get into it. But yeah. um, my stepfather, um, back in February got really sick and we thought okay it's just COVID he's had it before and you know we ever get over it so took my brother or my mom um went and got my brother and they went and stayed at her house and um he passed away and it wasn't COVID he fell into a diabetic coma 
and oh no one knew God. that he had di- he didn't know he had diabetes. He went to get a checkup the year before, and they didn't even I guess they didn't even think to check him for diabetes because he doesn't look or seem yeah yeah. And so it's crazy because we just I, we just thought oh it's COVID he, he'll you know. We, but we want to make sure he quarantines, he stays by himself. And because he was by himself, no one was there to, like, check, you know, check on him and stuff. And so Wild. that stuff is crazy to me. But as far as music goes... And I'm so sorry about that. It's okay, and yeah. It's, uh, it's never easy in situations like that. Um, yeah. And there's not really a right thing to say. But uh, I'm sure there are some people out there who are going to listen who had a version of that. Right. Whether it be from COVID or not, that... Uh, are going to find solace in the fact that that they're not the only ones who are going through this and they're not the only ones who um who are you know thinking about this and had such right. a tough time so i appreciate you sharing that yeah, and i know course, a lot yeah. of people out there will as well yeah yeah I, I definitely love to be as transparent as possible and um you know just let people know like i do understand and i get it and losing loved ones sucks and um yeah it's something that it's important to me to just make sure that I'm letting people know. But as far as, like, the music side, like, <laughs> um, yeah. And so during the pandemic, um, I had a lot of free time because we everything was shut down. My job had shut down. And um, I noticed that I, I actually was like, wow, like, this is kind of what it feels like to be an artist, right? Mm. And I got, I got consumed in this feeling, like, I can do this. Yeah. All I got to do is pay my rent. I can do this. And so it just made me go harder. I started doing a lot more remixes. I started to put out originals more. Um, and I just started to do a lot of, like, contests. And I, that's when, uh, at the end of 2020 is when I got it in TikTok. And, like, I don't know, my second video that I posted on TikTok hit, like, 11, 12,000 views. And I was like, oh, shoot, I had 40 yeah. followers, <laughs> you know? Crazy. So, like, sweet. And I just, I kept going, kind of. I would, like, stop for a month and then post more and then stop for a month. That was weird. Yeah. And um, at the, um, during, like, the second half of, or during 2021, where we were kind of in a pandemic, not, um, I don't know, I was just, like, super focused on getting back to the, let me, uh, like, the not working so it becomes addicting. It becomes super addicting. I don't want to be at this job. I want to be at home chilling. And then when I need to, you know, write a verse for someone, I can do that. And so I got so addicted to that feeling that I just kept going, kept going, kept going, kept going to now where I am completely mute. I pay my rent, all of that for music. That's so cool. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> also, just to go back a little bit, we met through what you're talking about, your old job. Yep which was Apple. We yeah. weren't there at the same time. It was years ago. But uh, I feel like a lot of people there get comfortable. Oh, man. And a lot of talented people there get comfortable. Oh, man. Knowing that you got out of it um, and that hopefully you got a lot out of it as well, mm-hmm. out of out of being there, but that you got out is fucking amazing. And, and I think people need to realize that the people that you're watching do amazing things aren't always in amazing positions Mm -hmm. and this stuff takes time no matter how good you are no matter how talented you are no matter how hard you work it takes takes time time. and it should take time (laughs) it should all the times that you think you're ready might not be the right time absolutely and and life will get you ready when when you need to yeah and you're fucking ready and i'm so stoked to see you uh (laughs) you doing this and and it's it's so deserved you're uh you, you've helped me a lot. Uh, you've helped me out a lot with my music, and oh, been very gracious in in 
giving me some of your time and, and some of your, your unbelievable bars on my, my songs. <laughs> I so love it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I got to thank you so much for yeah. that and for coming on the podcast and for sharing everything with everybody. And, um, I mean, if you're out there and you are that oddity, you, you heard her, you know where to contact her. You have no excuse. No excuse. All those times that you're telling yourself, you're going to do it. You're going to do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Now's the fucking time. She's sitting here. She's ready for you guys. Show her what you got. Yep. Thank you so much. Of course. For everything you're doing for, for, for me, for the podcast, and for the world. It's Lex Bratcher, everybody. And to everybody listening. I'm Lex Bratcher, and this is an experiment. Goodbye, everybody. The experience is the experiment. Ha, ha, ha.